This is the Make America Grape Again podcast, produced and recorded by Cody Burkett, the Arizona Wine Monk. In this podcast, we explore wines from all 50 states in the United States of America. Welcome to the special drunken birthday edition of the Make America Grape Again podcast. You're recording it on your phone. Yes, we're recording oh, it on my phone. Plastic? Oh, shit. Uh, what we have here today is a... Something that may or may not suck. Yes, so this dates back way back. It's crusty. Feel to- that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he, she said. He just crosses the bottle to feel the crustiness. I'm just saying. Yes. Um, and you did you even like? Did you even? I mean, seriously. Yeah, that, that's, that's crusty as fuck. That's so. What we have here is a no. cold, a cold duck. Cold duck from from New York. From New York, Henry Marchant from 1970s ish. Explain what cold duck means. Bro. So oh yeah. shit, it broke. Oh fuck. <laughs> uh, do you have a pair of pliers? It's well, gonna be fine. Well, Ow! I dare say. Anyway, so cold duck comes from a German style of wine originally, or a German name, Kalte Ende, or cold ends, which later be called Kalte Ente, or cold duck. Basically, you mix your Burgundy or, or your Burgundy style wine with your champagne. And what we're here trying to do. Is open it, and we are all mat- metrically shit faced. This is fifty years of history Coming. being on. Coming. Don't, don't put the thing on top of the goddamn phone, you asshole! It's recording. Get away! It's mine. Can't we have a little bit more solemnity here? This is fifty years of history. Morrison was still alive. Jimi Hendrix was still alive. Possibly. Thomas Jefferson. No. No. My hopes and dreams were still alive. <laughs> Because we're all of us. Okay. So on. say we all. Namula Anderson. None of us were born at this time when this uh, wine was created. So this is like it's, the oldest it's wine. It's not coming easy. I, That's what she said. Like the best oh. French wines. <laughs> vintage dated. Vintage dated. Although this is not, not vintage dated. And it's it's not. Okay, here, may I just hold open on. it? I'm hold trying! It. <laughs> what the hell's taking so long? The fucking wire cage. The wire Sorry, cage. Sorry, Mousselet. Wait. You're she got the three clasps in the back. <gasps> what are you? Are you talking about a bra? Like it's maybe. Okay. 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 okay here we on. go. <laughs> Moment of truth. We'll see if it's even. If it's brazier. Okay. There it is. No air. Oh, no. Pl- oh, but it's plastic as fuck. 1970 plastic at that. So we'll see. Oh, that's... Let me take a picture. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. One more. Mm. Fun. If you break my camera, I'm going to kill you. Afterwards. I hope he kills you. You weren't even aiming at the wine. You're aiming at her face. No, well, what do you expect? Or maybe he's aiming at your cleavage. There's not much there to look at, but... They are well-proportioned. Speaking of well-proportioned, let's take a look at this wine. Moment of truth. Wow, look at that color. Oh, color looks God. good. Color looks good. That's promising. Okay. The color looks okay. Okay, I think that's enough pictures. I can smell it from here. 
We're still recording. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this thing better fucking still be recording. Ah, this smells like port. Mm, it yeah. smells like nothing. It looks like port. It does oh. look like port. Oh my god. I don't okay. know. This is interesting. How old is this wine? It's we don't know. We're exactly. not entirely sure, but it's probably years. from the 70s. At least 1970. At least 49 years old. It smells like my grandpa's basement. Well, yeah. It's, the smell it's old as Prune. Prunes. It smells like port. Oh my god. Yeah. Like no. bad port. It's, but port. Well, I don't even know if it smells like bad port. It just smells strongly. It smells like Echo Canyon wine. Oh! oh. 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 You had the sound effect. I don't. You have it, remember? No, I told you to find it. I didn't. It smells uh, like Brussels sprouts. Put it smells over that later. I like the smell, but when do we... It also smells oddly woozy. Okay. Taste. On Taste one. Already? Wait, 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 one. Wait, wait, wait. Stop, stop. Oh, Why are you spitting a sparkling wine? One, two, three. That's actually not as horrible as I feared. No. It's worse than I feared. Shut up, Ruben. You don't even know what you're talking about. This is definitely it tastes like a port. It tastes like a port. Oh. There's no air. Um, Isn't this supposed to be sparkling? Yeah, there's it's no. <laughs> there's no sparkles left. There's no sparkle in this. Only sparkles. Sparkle of death. No. Now I it know that nutty. over time. This tastes like a port. It's nutty as fuck. This yeah. is okay. This is okay. I'm. I'm okay with this. Yeah. Like, not because it's okay. I'm like, I'm good with, like, this is kind of fun. And I was minus yeah, two it's... years old when this went into the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't even being considered. <gasps> Neither was Ruben. Ruben, do you not let, there's something wrong with you. It tastes like radiator service. You're wrong. Your face is radiator service. <laughs> yes. This is disgusting. You're this wrong. Hmm. This is quaffable. I forgot. We have a new person on this episode. Ruben, introduce yourself. The Hi, my man. name is Ruben. This is disgusting. You're wrong. Oof. It tastes like old gym socks. No. Have you tasted old gym socks? Sometimes. Yeah, and string beans. And string beans. What? This is just not pleasant. Look You're here. Wrong. It beats the ever-loving fuck out of that goddamn tomato wine. Yeah. Um, this. You know what? I'll be honest. This wine tastes tired. It's like I ran a marathon, and now it's just... It is tired. It is tired. It does taste... It's supposed to be sparkling, and the sparkle is all gone after these 49 years. It does taste tired. I can appreciate that. Yes. This This is a wine that has run a marathon and didn't win, but it sure fucking finished. It finished, and it was... And it did its best, and it tried, and it was happy about it. Yeah. And you can taste the happy... I can taste the wallpaper. Whatever. I can taste the memory. You're just happy, young. But the spark He's just gone. young. Okay. You know, he, he's, he's young and bitter, like he can't all of us. It. As no, is customary. We're old and bitter. As is customary when drinking a very old wine, we should talk about the year 1970. Yeah, but we don't actually on. know. Okay, that but that, okay, that's the. We need to point out that we don't actually know what. We don't actually know when this was bottled exactly. We know we, it was within the 70s. We were able to find a lot number for this one no, at no, all. No, we couldn't find a lot number. We found the commercial, which is terrifying. Yes, 
James, if you'd be so kind to play that for us. Indeed, I shall. Uh, I will include the actual clip of the commercial in the post, so you can all see this Howard the Duck-esque horror. Oh, my God. It's... My brother, I finally... Because I was talking to him about it earlier and told you him could put we that were considering right here? watching Certainly. it. And he did not think that it was as terrifying as we think it is. Anyway, here is the commercial. for It's a 1970 commercial, which kind of led me to conclude this is in the 1970 vintage range. But the commercial itself depicts a gentleman dressed up as a duck. In drag. Disturbingly drag. resembling of Howard the Duck, the infamous comic book and movie character from 1984. Or 86, although Leah Thompson was scrumptiously, deliciously hot. <laughs> but anyway, wow. here is that commercial for your Good benefit. evening news is your correspondent, Harvey Valor. Good evening. In Tibet, the search for the abominable snow duck continues as scientists examine the strange tracks in the snow. On the home front, the price of eggs fell for the fourth consecutive day. Sports? The feature race at Aqueduct was won by Gallant Drake. Now this word from our sponsor. Henry Marchand Cold Duck. This new champagne drink is a bubbly marriage of sparkling burgundy and extra <laughs> champagne. Absolutely delicious. No. You can see in the commercial that there is sparkling. Henry Marchand Cold Duck. Sure For those who like their champagne straight, Henry Marchand Extra Dye Champagne. Now here's the weather. It's going to be beautiful tomorrow. It'll rain all day. So that's it for tonight. This is Harvey Mallard wishing you a good day this day until next day. <laughs> it says it's, it's going to be great tomorrow. It's going to rain all day. So it's Arizona in May right now. Yeah, no shit. But anyway, we're tasting history, people. Yeah. Everybody at this table was not born probably at the time this wine was made. Well, history tastes like shit because... Obviously, Ruben doesn't have good taste. <laughs> no. Case. <laughs> <laughs> it was not that bad. It was not that great. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. It was perfect. It was so good. If nothing else, for the timing alone, the was, timing was fantastic. Okay, this is to me like, you know, middling to mediocre port, but it's definitely drinkable. Yeah. I have drank worse wines. I have reviewed worse wines on this blog. Oh, yeah. Um, it's fascinating from a historical perspective. Cold duck is an often malign style of wine, perhaps rightly so, perhaps not rightly so, but it does have a historical basis, more or less as a major part of the American wine industry in terms of sparkling wines. Um, and it provides a, uh, a niche for people who want something sweet and sparkly. Yeah. But it's bricking. Bricky? Um, bricking. That's... Yeah, but that's not a bad thing. That's normal for an old wine. That's normal for an old yes, wine. Yes, so yeah, it's, it's got this really rich brick oh, red color from the seventies. So yeah, it's bricking. So to be fair, we also have no idea what grapes are in this. Yeah, uh, it could be Concord and Cayuga. It could be from being from New York. It could also be Chardonnay and Pinot Noir. Who knows? I I, I don't certainly. Um, I mean, I most think. people don't really advertise what's in cold duck. Uh, the from, cold to end from the research that we've done, I mean, I even tried to see if we could figure out exactly when this was bottled. Yeah, and we couldn't. And no, because there's no lot number code, whatever. There's this, well, if there was, code. it's on a part of the label that has worn away. It was purchased yeah. at a state sale. Oh yeah, yeah, tell us about this. 
Okay, so... <laughs> Ruben? Ruben is having trouble. Um, not digging it. So this is something my brother found at an estate sale in Missouri. Somewhere. Probably down south. Because he lives in the Illinois side. And you can see the St. Louis arches from his house. I don't know. I'm drunk. Whatever. I'm just saying. So yeah, no. This was an estate sale purchase. They... Just grabbed it because it was there and it was fun, and I appreciate that. Um, but we don't know who bought it. We don't know who stored it anywhere. We don't know how they stored it. But I'm just assuming they must have stored it in a pretty decent fashion because this is not awful. It's not awful. That was my big concern. Yeah. No. It's not vinegar. It's no. not vinegar. It's not vinegar. It's not vinegar. It's not a tumor. It's also it's not, not a tumor. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it's also not sparkling anymore. No. However, I do know that as sparkling wines age, um, the sparkle does go away because the CO2 yeah, starts to leak but, out. I mean, damn. But however, that being said, I think that this one... I wonder if a champagne that had a real cork would have lasted better than the plastic. Oh, that's right, because this was this was little, is there discoloration on the plastic. Mm, I mean, a little, a little bit, bit, but not. That not anything. We'll be here ten thousand years after. Yeah, no shit. Dust. This will survive the cockroaches. I mean, this is cockroaches will declare it their king. That'd be great. And it will be Palmason. 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 For the record, we, we do have uh, her brother looking for uh, Palmason. Vintage dated. This, was, this, in fact, was fermented in the bottle. Like the best French called the Enda. Uh, but not, not vintage dated. No, but... Oh. I mean, <clears throat> um, no, but I mean, we. <sighs> you don't. Uh, I did not like this. Tastes like sweet death. That's fine. We need I, a contrary opinion. I respect Ruben. Yeah, it's not. That's good. fine. You're not. You. You're completely allowed to not like things. I'm. Fine However, I will say that this is better than I feared. This is twelve percent alcohol by volume. To the label, but I also love how. <laughs> speaking well, of the weirdness of this label, it says contents four fifths of a quart. Who the fuck does measurement like mm -hmm. that anymore? Yeah, it is refreshing to see a label without a web address, though. Yeah, <laughs> it does taste old, though. <laughs> And the fact Damn. that this was supposed to be sparkling, and there is not no hint. Not there's not even a hint of sparkle to this. I think the sparkle will reappear after we're done drinking it. If you get what I'm saying. Whatever, Ruben. When it comes out, you know. I'm fine with this. <laughs> I'm yeah. honestly. This is a fascinating I, vintage. It, it really is. I'm kind I'm of. Gonna, how often do you get to try a 50 year old of any wine, let alone a Something that was probably sold for like back then, like four or five dollars at most, maybe ten at most. 
something that was also, you got to remember, this is a wine that was designed to be drunk young. Yeah. And it has held up a little it bit has. compared to what I was I mean, expecting. I mean, it's not amazing. I, no, but it's not vinegar. I was really bracing myself for that first taste. You know, I thought it was going to be... Gather up your cold ducks and soldier elves. But it's not... Okay, fine. It's not sparkling anymore, which is what the bottle says. But it's still fine. 50 years. Yeah. And it's not sparkling, but it's still fine. Like, this is... I'm still fine with this. Like, Yeah. yeah, it has... It, I mean, it looks aged. You can see yeah, this it around is the edges. It's very bricky. Oh it's very grounding around the edges. I'm not. I'm so not. Bricky. I'm not saying that I'm not okay with the color. Even like it's yeah. still. It's nice. It looks. No, nice. you're not going to get that but vibrant red old. color on no, anything not. 50 years old. Absolutely not. The Edmund Fitzgerald was but still it, floating when this wine went in the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to talk about your exploits on this podcast, Ruben. It smells like a port. Okay. As they say, speaking of Edmund Fitzgerald, any port in a storm. Well said, brother. I think I would rather drink seawater. But again, we do need the contrarian opinion to make this podcast more... You know what? I like Echo Canyon wine. Despite how ancient it was, this just is fucking gone. This is this is gross. It tastes sweet and dead. Uh, the sweetness is definitely still there. It's yeah, sweet. but you got to remember also this this was uh, designed to be a sweet sparkling wine. Was it? Yeah, that's what Cold Enda or Cold Duck is. And Ruben does bring up a very salient point. This wine, as it was bottled, is now dead. But it still has a morbid sweetness yes. that echoes beyond the grave. Yes. I don't. I mean, I'm. I'm fine with this. I am too. I'm digging this. Yeah, this I is like fascinating. It. I like. What's it. that? I'm thinking of that berry starts with an M. Mulberry. Marionberry. Mulberry. Or mulberry. Mulberry. It tastes like mulberry. I could see a mulberry taste in this. For sure. Yeah, we, we should actually talk about tasting notes. Well, the good news is that Ruben's not going to want any more of this. No. More for us. Yes. Uh, I'm getting mulberry, um, Dust. sherry, Tastes like it needs a flint. What about you? What are you tasting? I don't know. A cloying sweetness. There is. There's kind of a like a sweet aspect to it. Kind of it, it also, I'm getting a smell that reminds me of sweet shisha tobacco. How does this? I agree with that. Let me ask I'll you this: we've we've compared this to port, but how does this differ from port to you? In terms of flavor structure, yeah. Uh, for one, it tastes much lighter it's than a port. Yes. And it doesn't taste for two nearly as hot as a port would. Right. Less chocolate. I don't get any. Chocolate. Yeah, I'm not getting any chocolate notes either. A little bit of chocolate on the nose. I could taste it. Not, I I wouldn't see it as a super upfront prominent flavor, but I feel like it's there. I get it more on the nose than the palate, but there there's definitely less chocolate than there would be on a traditional classic port. This is like a if it were a musical note, it'd be a G flat. 
It's fucking gross. I don't know what a G flat sounds like. I'm tone deaf. Well, no, no it's not gross. You're wrong, Ruben. Again, Ruben is a man of his own unique and peculiar taste, and, and I respect that. So, and however, however, it's, it's her birthday. birthday. Yes, it is. So she's ultimately birthday. right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying the grand scheme. Like, no, this is not awful. I can understand how people would not appreciate it. And it is extremely confusing because it's supposed to be I think- sparkling and it's not. At Again, all. the sparkle is gone. The sparkle is so gone. This wine did not believe in sparkle motion. No, it did not. Um, but it tastes like a like a port. A port. Yeah. Brandon, you're rude. The other key difference between this and a port is that the sweetness is sitting in a different part to me of the tongue and the mouth. Okay. And it's a different sort of sweetness. With port, it's more of a sweet and heavy. Yes. This is more of a sweet and light. Right, with right, port, right. with port, I feel like it's more integrated. With the sweetness and the alcohol content and the fruit. Do we even know how much alcohol this in this? Twelve no, percent. This. Where? This is. So oh, duh! Right there. Discombobulated, separated. It's just. Well, of course, it's going to be a little discombobulated, separated. Are you going to be? All together and have your shit together at 50? I mean, look at this. It's like seven years I'm already separated. (laughs) Damn. This is before space balls. This is before space travel. No, that's not true. That's not true. Richard Nixon was president. Man had just landed on the moon when this wine was probably... Bottled and fermented in the bottle. Jim Morrison was fat, bloated, and doing poetry, but he's you know still alive. It tastes like rotting pineapple juice. What? I don't taste that. I don't taste anything pineapple. You ever tried pineapple juice, like straight? I've had pineapple juice. Try it again, gentlemen. Try but, it again. But Before not. You me so but not rotting. Try it again. Try it again. I I contend that you try it again and think of pineapple juice and think of it left out overnight and you tried it. Who the fuck would leave pineapple juice out overnight? Try it. A madman who drinks cold duck 50 years later. Again, I just taste port. Yeah. It's not a port, but it's it's port-esque. Diet port. (laughs) (laughs) And I want more. You know what? Henry Marchand, diet port. As, As a wine professional, I will only ask for a bit more, only for study purposes. I love that answer. Yeah, we, we've got to study this. I mean, what the fact is, Ruben, whether you like this wine or not, this is going to be, this is probably one of the oldest wines you've ever tasted. Yes. Not the oldest. It is definitely one of the it's oldest. It's not the oldest for me. I was lucky enough once to try a, a Madeira from the 1920s. Oh. That was fucking phenomenal. What's his name? Um, starts with an he has an afro, older gentleman, went to Yavapai. He was in the same class as I was. Mol, Emil, Emil, Emil? Emil. Emil. Emil? Emil. Emil. He brought an older wine that I tried. Yeah. But, I mean, this is still a luxury, this, despite whether I like it or dislike it. So, thank you to the birthday girl. Yeah. Okay. Happy birthday, Megan. Let's toast to Megan. One time for the birthday, bitch. Take your head. And on that note, 
Cheers! Make America grape again. And happy birthday! Happy birthday to Megan! Veni Vidi Drinking! This was an episode of the Make America Grape Again podcast, sponsored, produced, and recorded by Cody Burkett, the Arizona wine monk. You can reach us at makeamericagrapepodcast at gmail.com, on Instagram at, at theazwinemonk, or on Twitter at cvburkett. Be sure to also check out our website, makeamericagrapeagainpodcast.com.